Hello, everybody. Welcome back to D&D 404. I am your DM, Tony. And joined with me today are the other three cheeses in my cheese bowl. Fellas, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself, starting with the tasty, juicy, delicious cheese. Actually, you need to restart it and say charcuterie board. Yeah, why would you not say cheese platter? Why does it have to be a bowl? Because I'm fat and I like cheese bowls. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is what? a cheese bowl? It's like poutine. With less fries and gravy. That's disgusting. You know what? Don't even worry about it. <laughs> Charcuterie. Charcuterie. There's literally right. a name for it. Charcuterie. Charcuterie, boy. Charcuterie. 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 It's actually charcuterie. Charcuterie. It's French. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to D&D 404. I am your DM, Tony. Enjoyed with me today. <laughs> Oh, the other three cheeses in my charcuterie board, fellas. Why don't you go ahead and introduce Oh my God! with Jared. Are we gonna go with that one? We are going with like, it. Oh my gosh! All right, uh, <laughs> Armos, check again with the. Uh, I'm gonna go with you know the the favorite cheddar. Cheddar's you know can't go wrong. That's a Love bold it. favorite. Oh, I am uh, Dan. By the way. And I play Minas Pebble Walker of the Ivory Boulders, a little Swarmkeeper Ranger, and uh, Munster for me all day. Munster cheese. Uh, my name is Alec. I play Drell of the Ashworn, <laughs> and I honestly can't remember what cheese Jared just said, so hopefully I don't repeat them. Um, but I'm going to go with Pepper Jack. Ooh. It's my favorite. Oh, it's such a good time. choice. It gets, it's great just by itself. It's great on sandwiches. It's great in fondue. You Can't guys yelled at me for saying cheese bowl and said I should say a charcuterie board, but you guys didn't say any like good cheeses that actually belong on a charcuterie board. Sorry, blueberry goat cheese, like <laughs> Gouda, provolone, mozzarella. I said cheese plate, not a charcuterie board. American. There you go. American <laughs> cheese. I grew up with Munster. It's my favorite. Yeah. Processed American cheese wrapped in that plastic film. It's my favorite. Yeah, macaroni cheese. That's my favorite. <laughs> How about we goot on over to that recap rundown? Thing? Yeah, we can go ahead and do the recap. <laughs> you know what? We need to cut this cheese listen, segment. Listen, okay. yeah, Dan, got it, got it, Dan. got it. <laughs> it's very sharp of you. Okay, before we get to the recap, we got to do the rundown. And today's rundown is brought to you by Alec. Yeah, so in today's rundown, we're going to do Twitter. Um, all right, look, guys, I'm in charge of Twitter. If you guys don't go on there and follow us, uh, it makes me look bad, and these guys will bully me. <laughs> and I'm, you'd think I'm kidding, but I'm actually being blatantly honest. So if you guys can go on there, give us a follow, you know, hang out with us on Twitter, retweet, tweet, like all that shit. We put some pretty cool stuff on there, so yeah. I'm going to fucking kill him. If you guys don't follow, I'm going to kill Alex. See, see, I told you guys. Him. Kill him. It's not a joke. I'm going to fucking kill him. It's gone beyond bullying. All right, Tony, recap it up. <laughs> In our last session, our hero survived an ambush in the dead of night. And by survive, I mean brutally burning their assailants alive. After the knife fight, the heroes discovered that the ambushers are really Red Dawn cultist members and have been tasked with killing them. The heroes show a kind heart to the lone survivor and let him live, but not before getting some useful information from him. The gang also finds a used map with some mysterious markings and sketchings on it. 
attaining possible knowledge of blood shards and secret hideaways. The next morning, the heroes decide to take a detour following the map and head to Lelouch's farm and vineyards and avoid the main road. Bard, play that intro, let's get on with the show. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome to the world of Humbrea, featuring three first-time adventurers and one very patient DM. This is D&D 404. Drell, this ale better be as good as you're saying it is. <laughs> it's uh, pretty good. Well, I mean, pretty I good. guess I've never been there, so I guess I, we got to both find out. So your aunt said it was good, but you haven't had it. That's what you're saying to me? Wait, when did I say it was good beer? Fellas, <laughs> fellas, boys. <laughs> we are picking up session 42 on the road to Lelouch's farm and vineyard. When we left you off in our last session, the three of you were walking down the road. The three of you are on the road to Lelouch's farm and vineyard. And as you travel down the road, you notice that there are wagons and caravans of people passing you by, and you all seem to be having a great time. They are indeed heading the same direction as you are. The road leads up and down hills, and when you finally get on the top of a rather large hill, you get a good look at your destination. A vast, large, beautiful, and lushful farm is before you. Acres upon acres of beautiful farmland, as far as the eye can see. The farm looks like the size of a giant borderless city. As you gaze onto the grand spectacle, you notice beautiful tapestries, wonderful blending of colors, and fresh fruit and vegetables as far as the eye can see. The farm before you looks like a perfect geographical farming biome. This farm has everything from a long range of mountains in the distance to a beautiful water basin and acres of fresh farmland filled to the brim with vegetation. Now, to give you a better perspective, this place is about the size of like all of the Disney World parks put together. It's big. If you wanted to walk around the entire thing in a giant circle, it might take you about a little more than a half a day. But with all the towns that just kind of blend together from a distance, you see that there's roads and connecting bridges to all these different types of farms. And each farm looks like its own community. And it looks like each farm does its own thing, but mesh together pretty well. Um, and in the distance, it's covered by these giant cliffs that ascend like like a giant staircase. And matter of fact, Drell, you would recognize this location based off its name as the Giant's Footsteps. And the water where uh, where it rests is well known as the Giant's Footbath because of its name. So when you guys set out on this journey to come here, when we ended the last episode, a couple of hours have passed to make it here. And you are now at the entranceway, let's say, to this giant farm, and there is a crossroads in front of you. And there's a signpost. And on the signpost, it has all the names of the different farms that you can visit. And next to the signpost is a bulletin board, and it's some, like a brief description of each of the farms that you can go to. And as you're looking at it, you see people passing the signpost, and they're going in all different directions. And the signpost you see before you has six different locations on it. And they say on the bulletin board, it says Lelouch's ranch is the origin of this beautiful land, producing varying crops and livestock. Guests are welcome to stay on our land. Enjoy an all year round autumn coziness. The next place is the Ice Brew Minyards. The Minyards 
Produce the finest ale and lager year-round using Dwarven Science to grow and produce the finest mountain blueberries. This location is available for buying stock only. Then you got the Lurkes Reservoir. Lurkes is the largest reservoir in South Trillis, filtering all the water for you to use and enjoy. Guests are welcome to stay at this beautiful lake town and enjoy its nightlife to its fullest. The next is Zuggish Orchards. As the description starts, it goes, a rose for your rose, and then it's scribbled out. And where it's scribbled out, there's a sign that says, don't come here. <laughs> and then the last one is Buzz Guzz Ranch. You like bugs? It's all the buzz. Guzz's bugs are the buzziest buds around. Rare and exotic insects live here. And the last sign is Lelouch's Manor, proud owner of the farm and vineyard. Well, I mean, Minus, you want to go get some ale, right? So we could always go to Ice Brew first. Kind of get the lay of the land, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm right on the same exact page as you, man. I think, you know, looking at that weird map we have, maybe it's on the left side of this whole park, whatever this is. So maybe it's a good idea to start there, kind of talk to people at the tavern and figure out, you know, what's going on around here. Mm. So I like that yeah. idea. I didn't even think about that map, but yeah, sure. I mean, that works too. We can <laughs> definitely do that. Yeah, I think if we go there, we can start trying to figure out what's going on with the Zuggish Orchard. And Reginald will buy you a shot. How about that? Oh, huh? shot, shot of wheatgrass, right? Yeah, your boy's pretty hungry. Sticking to the diet. I like it. And I <laughs> wink at uh, Oh, yeah, diet. And he's penning his large belly. Wheatgrass. Solid choice. <laughs> <laughs> so, the three of you go on your way. And as you're walking down the road, you realize that there's like like people on a city side street, they have like carts where like they're pedaling bikes and they're ferrying people across the bridges and the roads. And you see people going in between the various farms and it looks like there's some families here. I want to buy a bike. You want to buy a bike? Okay, we'll go get you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so as you travel down the road, you are walking down this main road and to your right is Lucia's Ranch and to your left is the Zuggish Orchards. And when you pass Zuggish Orchards, there's rows and rows of these beautiful flowers. Looks absolutely gorgeous. And as you continue to go down the road, you see this giant clock tower. And the clock tower is like in the middle of another major crossroads that's split off. You head to the left and you start making your way to the vineyards and the grassland slowly turns to rock and becomes more mountainous. And you cross over a bridge and turn the corner around the mountain and there are these really well-built dwarven buildings you see some forges you see breweries you see these large barrels and all these barrels look like they're connected to one main bar you see merchants stocking up their carts with all these barrels of ale. People are drinking and having a good time. It looks like people are sightseeing. There's tour guides showing people how their booze is made. And all of the farmhands that are working here are all dwarves. Do we see any of the bike shops? There are no bike shops. No. So all these people have bikes, but they didn't buy them from anywhere. No, well, the people that are like, like they might have built it. This is where you say the bike shop is across town on the other. I never put a bike shop. <laughs> walks over in here. So. Roll a D4. And if it's a four, there's a bike shop. All right. All right. All right. You know what? I'll play your rules. I'll play your game. You want to roll yes. a D4? If it's a D4. Yeah. Let me let me buy a bike, bro. I rolled a one. Oh, the bikes are gone. To roll it. The bikes are gone. Even in the Nobody's riding a bike anymore. <laughs> 
is now big. nobody has bikes. They're unicycles, okay? A fun DM would have let me roll. <laughs> um, now I know there are probably like places where there are actual farms, probably on the ranch and stuff like that, and Buzzguz Ranch as well. I don't know. Are there birds and other animals just kind of hanging around near the vineyards? So where you are is like all rocky terrain. It looks like sim something close to your home, something you're more used to, where it surrounds, like the town is, it's the mining town. You're telling me there are goats. <laughs> there are goats. Ah, do I see any? <laughs> yeah, you see a goat. Oh, hell yeah. I love a good goat stew. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you see, the town goes silent. All the goats stare at you for a moment. Are there goats like tied up? All the goats that you see that are walking around are like doing some form of labor. So there's not one goat that's just chilling? Yeah. So over by like the main bar, there is like a goat like kind of hanging around. He's kind of like in the way of people drinking, but they're like treating him like, like a cool house cat at a house party, you know? <clears throat> all right, guys, you're going to have to give me a minute. All right. And I uh, kind of saunter on over to this goat put my elbow up on like a fence or whatever's like closest to the goat that can't speak with animals <laughs> so much i knew that i should i why did i see this coming the goat was supposed to be on the other side of town just like drill's bike yeah. bro. You it all up. <laughs> uh you guys walk over to this bar menace acts all cool hanging out by the bar kind of by the fence this bar is like a half in half out concept so people are enjoying the nice weather outdoor seating great and there's just a goat there there's the cool cat at a house party chewing on some rocks because there's like barely any grass around he's just like and he has the most drone oh, look goat. no this is what they eat in the mountains drill <laughs> I, I live literally on a mountain. I've never ate a rock in my life. <clears throat> Anyways, <laughs> excuse me, sir. Uh, nice weather we're having, isn't it? The goat chews slowly as it doesn't realize it's being spoken to. <clears throat> excuse me, sir. My name is Minis Pebble Walker of the Ivory Boulders, soon to be chief. And uh, I'd just like to have a word with you. Kind of talk to you for a little while. Bah. Uh, bah. You have, uh, do you have some time? Bah. Bah. Yes. And he looks around. And he realizes he's actually being spoken to. And he can understand what you're saying. He's kind of baffled. This goat looks around. And he gives an old shifty eye. And he looks at you. He goes, bah. Nobody's talking to me in quite some time. Quite peculiar. Ah, uh, well, I'm one of those ranger types, so don't worry too much about it. I don't know what that word means. This is going great. Tell me, uh, what's your name, by the way? My name. <laughs> My name is Michelanti Cthulhu. Ah, Michelanti Cthulhu, it's nice to meet you. I'll look around to kind of see if uh, anybody's around, kind of look at my surroundings. He also gazes at his surroundings with you suspiciously. Tell me, do you know, uh, or have you seen perhaps I've seen anybody yeah. around oh. taking blood shards bah. in and out of locations? Bah. But but bad shots. Ever see these little red gem-looking things going in and out of anywhere? Uh, Minus, I'm gonna be straight up with you. I'm gonna make a raw luck check to see if he knows what the hell you're talking yeah. about. Because it's a fucking <laughs> random code. 
Oh my god, he rolled a net 20. Oh. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Let's go! Let's go! <laughs> what a Why the fuck do I do this to my Blind Bloodshot, you say? Well. It just so happens. He looks around and he nods his goat-like head a little closer. He goes, you wouldn't believe this. I didn't see any bloodshots, per se. However, I did see something. I did hear news of something peculiar in the vineyards. Yes, that's where they get the delicious berries, like what I'm eating right now. And he has a big old bucket of blueberries around his neck. He's eating out of it like a trough. You see, you know, they, they, they always dig these new elaborate mine shafts in the mountains to farm more of these mountain blueberries, yes. I've been in there plenty of times, which is why I know this. But one day there was news. One of the mine shafts collapsed or they found an older mine shaft used many years ago and they closed it up. Something about red blueberries. Sounds like bad news. Red blueberries. Interesting. Yes. I don't know why they just didn't call them red berries or raspberries. Well, can't thank you enough. Is there uh, anything I can do for you to kind of, you know, thank you for the information you've just given us? There is something you could do for me, uh, Cow One. You see that chick guy over there? And you see a bunch of, like, it looks like college students uh, kind of drinking and having a good time. Well, uh, that, uh, D-bag over there bumped into me and didn't give me head scratches. So I'm gonna need you to do me a favor. I'm gonna need you to take care of him. Take. Take him out back. Him. Take him out back. Put him in a stew. Ah. Uh, yes. Yes. You know, if he I fell on a keg and didn't resurface, you know, hold him down until the bubble stopped, you know, you'd be doing me a big one. You'd be doing me a solid. A favor for a favor. Whoa, that's crazy, Mike. My speak with Anix is not working anymore. Ba, ba, what do you mean, ba, ba, Oh my gosh, ba, I can't understand ba, this guy ba, anymore. I think ba, my spell went away, everybody. Ba, <laughs> oh ba, man, that's a shame. Ba, I'll have to cast it again another day. Ba, and he's on his hind legs as he's flails his feet in the air. Well, Minus, what did you say to him? Why is he all pissed? Yeah, what is going on over here? Ba. You see Minus sweating. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about it later. <laughs> we'll talk. We'll talk about it later. Let's let's go. Let's get out of here. We want to get a beer. Yeah, uh, it looks like yep, those yep. guys are having fun, that. and I point right to the guy that the goat was talking about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yes, let's uh, let's talk to them. They seem very fun. All right, so Minis, did you ask him about the whole reason that we're here for the lantern? Oh, right. <laughs> I forgot you can't speak to animals. So listen. Here's the rundown. Basically, they're mine shafts, right? That's where they get all their good, good berries in there. So, when they were in there, something collapsed, or they found a crazy old mine shaft or something, closed it off that had quote unquote red berries. And uh, beginning uh, quotes on quotes. And Drell, are you hearing this? Yeah, we're, I think we're he gonna double go... quoted. I don't think that makes sense. Yeah. He said quotes uh, on quotes. Uh, oh, you mean what he's actually talking end... about? Yeah. yeah. So, yes. so um, we, we're we going to go look for berries for a goat. 
What are we talking about here? Oh my guys, it's probably uh, <clears throat> the, the shards, the shards. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm thinking, you know, maybe red, red berries might, that they found might actually just be blood shards. Oh, what do you mean? There's no red berries here. I can really go for a snack. But we're here to get the lantern stuff. Quote, unquote, double quote. As you guys are talking, you hear, Yoo-hoo! Yoo-hoo! Anybody like a drink? And you see before you is a stout dwarf woman uh, wearing a barmaid outfit with, with um, and she has like all these pins on her. It says, I love to drink, especially if it's blueberry wine. And these are very large pins with a very large saying. Um, and she has a giant notepad while she's also handing out drinks to other people who have just recently ordered. And she's handing out these beautifully giant full mugs of this sweet smelling blueberry ale. Uh, yeah, I over here and I like double wave my hands <laughs> up in the air to make sure she definitely uh, sees me. Yoo-hoo. And she jumps on over and be like, oh, tall fella, what can I get for ya? Oh yeah, let me get one of those blueberry ale things and I also really want to buy your pin. Oh, we give a pin out for every customer who buys two pints of ale. Okay, I'll buy four because I want two pins. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> she sighs, she jots it down and she looks at you two and she goes, would you like anything else for your friends? Oh, is that just for you, Drell? Yeah, yeah no, have, that was just uh, for me, yeah. Gotcha, I'll have two for myself. Two, writes down two, Armos? Uh, do you, wait, is there only one, is there an alternative blueberry? That's all you yeah, got? Yeah, my friend, my, yeah, my friend here, he's a little bit more picky when it comes to his alcohol. He's more like a seltzer guy. <laughs> <laughs> so she laughs at you, she goes, we have an ice blue ale, a wine, and a lager. Wine has more of a blueberry frost taste to it. Chilled deep within the mouth. Mm. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll go with that one. Oh, I remember my first beer. And she writes down the wine, <laughs> and then she skips away, and she goes back to grab your drinks. Uh, just a few moments pass before she bumps into Drell. Drell, you actually stagger back a little bit as she hands you four large pints of ale, and they're all yeah. foaming to the brim. Uh, Armos, you get this large, eloquent, a glass of wine. It looks like it could hold a whole bottle. And you get um, two big old mugs for you, Minus. And she hands you each pin. Drill gets two pins. Yeah, I put one pin on the front, and then I put the second pin on the back so people that walk away, uh, you know, I'm walking away from can also read it on okay. my cloak. <laughs> I, can I ask if the... So, what's... The, I'm not going to ask her name. <laughs> we don't need oh, you don't want to know her name? Okay, what's her name? Yungun. Helga? Yungun. Yun. Yungun. 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 Yeah, Yungun. Um, do you guys do uh, beer tours in this area? Oh, absolutely. We give a whole we give a whole tour of the minions, the breweries, the goats, and off in the distance, Minus, you see the goat that you talk to. Oh, no. Michelangelo okay. Cthulhu shoot you a look and raises mm. his eyebrows. You see me just shakily holding on to my <laughs> my sling, looking at the college student. 
while they're all talking. <laughs> <laughs> and she goes, we give a tour from everything from the mines to the lovely breweries. To the mines? The mi you also do the mines too? We are very interested. We're kind of a... Uh a wandering archaeology kind of uh, group and we are fascinated with underground things that would be wonderful if we get a pass like that we are oddly descriptive for a bunch <laughs> of drunkards our next tour is tomorrow <laughs> at noon wait, perfect wait, are these, sign us up are these group tours or are these like self tours where we can kind of just walk around these are group tours oh uh, can't wait very dangerous down in the mines you have to be very careful she goes, you can go ahead and sign up at the booth over there. And she points to a small booth next to the bar. And before you can finish, she runs off. I look at Alec and I say, we'll be as quiet as an owl. You look at who? Drell. Okay. We'll be quiet as an owl. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That was great. Um, yeah, <laughs> lady didn't ask for money. <laughs> Sick. These are free. And I <laughs> drink them. Um, so yeah, I mean, do you guys want to do this tour or what do you guys want to do? Yeah, we get in the mines, um, or we yeah, sneak I mean, in. That's what I'm saying. We can literally just sneak in with that without them. It's tomorrow. Yeah. I don't want to be with a bunch of randos, it, you know, it could be a good distraction though, for us to get in, you know, legitimately and then just sneak away from the group. Look, if we're going to do a heist, mm. we got to scope out where we're going first. Wait, who said, what are we? What? Oh, we're heisting I, all those blood shit. Oh the my god. Okay. Raspberries. We're getting all the raspberries. <laughs> they were red blueberries. Red blueberries. They're all gonna be mine. Hey, he didn't say he didn't say blueberries. You said red berries. We just get a berry because I'm hungry. Oh my gosh. Yeah, here's some hay. Alright, yeah. We should probably get some food. Is there any food in the area? So you do see people like ordering what you would normally find at a tavern at this big brewery here. Hell yeah. Chicken strips. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Cockatrice strips. Uh, you go over to the bar and you hear more people talking and laughing and having a good time. The bartender comes over, takes your order, be like, hey, oh, okay. So you want some cockatrice strips? Yes. We need double order of those. Double order. I look at Reginald and I'm like, nope, triple. I need three of those for oh. me. Oh, thank you so much, bud. <laughs> And his tummy growl. Uh, I want like some of those things with like the potatoes where you have like the sour cream and the chives and the cheese on them. They're like the little ones you've like deep frying. Ah, uh, over the potato. You got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want one of those. I'm all set with my ale for now, and I do take out my Thaler's garden bowl that I have left over from yesterday. Nice. I start eating that. So you eat your Thaler's garden bowl, and he goes, All right, he writes down your order he slips it to the back of the kitchen he comes back with your bill to be like that'll be 13 silver and 75 copper armors oh pay the man uh, uh wait a minute i just got ripped off here it's your idea to come here so i'm making you pay for it that's how that works oh you'll get the next one or else oh uh, yeah of course yeah when we or go else. up to where i'm from i'll take care of it easily and look at menace and slowly shake my head now I'm just looking back and forth, very concerned for my friends. <laughs> I do pour a little bit of my meat out in a cup for Reginald. Hey, Reginald, try some of this. Oh, okay, bud. Yeah. I guess I, I kind of want to know, like, is there a way to 
all at once like listen to the different types of conversations happening to see like if we i want to try to overhear people talking about something or is it can i only do something like you can absolutely do something like that so okay. this would be a you're gonna make me a perception check okay i want to try to also find the drunkest people because i also feel like they always spill shit they're not supposed to so okay Perception. Everyone looks pretty drunk here. So there's not like any two people. Like everyone's partying here. Like that's what the vibe you're getting here is. Um, depending on how good your role is, it's like how drunk somebody will be. But you're trying to listen to different conversations. Go ahead and give me a perception check. That's a 14. You overhear various conversations. And the majority of the people here at this hour uh, is actually a mix of people. There are some older couples. There are some younger people who are just partying. You look like college kids and they're just trying to have a good time. Is um, the guy that I'm supposed to kill there? <laughs> uh, he's definitely mixed in, but he's at the bar. He's drunkenly talking, uh, like yelling at the bartender, like asking where his order is. And the bartender's like, it came out a half hour ago. What are you talking about, bud? So <laughs> the conversations you're hearing are like complaining about schoolwork. You hear some of the older couples talk about like the land they just recently bought. You hear a lot of chatter about Dilmore going up in flames. Um, and you're hearing like a lot of different mixed reviews about that, like how people stood up to fight uh, and help the city. You're talking about how there was this red monstrosity that scared the entire town, uh, shouting in front of everybody, in front of a fountain after he absorbed a giant rock. You hear chatter of like the same red guys making thunder and lightning and all these windows slam whenever he spoke. And then you hear another conversation of these other drunken kids, a bunch of humans, and they're laughing and it looks like they're telling each other stories. And it's like, and it came up and it dragged somebody right off the pier, right into the water in the dead of night. And everybody saw it, but nobody wants to admit it. And the guards came in and then they took me away and, and they took everybody away because we're making and spreading lies. But I'm telling you, something lives in the bottom of the lake. And you're honing in on that conversation. And it's like, I'm telling you, the lake monster is real. And he's talking about giant's foot bath. Yes. And then obviously I just want to do a quick insight check to see if he's just talking shit to his friends or if he actually believes like what he's telling them. Uh, roll me an insight check. Fuck. It's only a nine. <laughs> he's really into it, but you can also tell that he's a bit drunk. Okay. As we look around and hear conversations, are we seeing more eyes on us than normal or do we feel like we're kind of fitting into the situation? So almost you would never have to make a check like this because of what you are a fucking loser when you started this journey you have actually not seen another tiefling so you always feel like people are watching you but here you don't feel so out of place because you're seeing all types of walks of life here half orcs dwarves halflings humans half elves like any place that welcomes half orcs the people are pretty open-minded People aren't really staring at you. Like you might get like a glance here or there, but people don't really mind that you're there. And this is the first time you ever felt that uh, walking into a populated place. Do I recognize anybody from like the Ashbourne, like from where I'm from, like down, they made their way down here? Where you are right now, you don't recognize anybody. Do I see at least any other Goliaths? You do see some Goliaths walking around, yeah. 
Do we see any lost horses per chance? <laughs> you don't see any on my horse. <laughs> you do not see yeah, any horse. I immediately want to go check some of the stables. <laughs> Has anyone found a horse? <laughs> One of my best friends. You're looking in the ice brews stables and there's just a bunch of goats all chewing rocks and berries. I'm sure he's out there somewhere. And I stare out into the horizon. <laughs> That's for, great. for a moment, um, there's a moment of silence as the breeze blows through you and the rocks around. So I guess it, uh, we all heard that conversation, right? Or was it just me? You were the one focusing on it. Um, you can share it with your with your buds. Cool. All right. Um, yeah, I kind of just like relay that information to the boys. So we got the monster, a possible monster here. Yeah. Menace, did the horse say anything about a monster? What horse? It was a goat. Goat. Oh, the goat. Yeah. Uh, no, goat didn't say anything about a monster. He just talked about these red berries deep in the mines. Could you go back over there and talk to him? Uh, no, my, uh, actually my, my spell's not working anymore. It's weird. So I, okay. I can't ask right now, but maybe tomorrow. I maybe think tomorrow. that's how spells work. Yeah, definitely tomorrow. Definitely. Yeah, it's weird. Me. Usually this never happens to me. Never. Never uh, happens to me. I'm trying to think like what the... Best way to deal with that information is? Well, I guess let's have a little huddle at the table we're at. Yeah, let's find a spot like over in the corner of the room so we're not like just blatantly having this conversation around us. Yeah. The three of you find a standing table that you're able to get to. Minus has a hard time looking up at you guys, but you find a table where you can talk at. And between the loud talking and yelling and chanting, you feel that you can have a, somewhat of a private conversation. And as you get over to the table, uh, your gun comes over and drops off all the food that you guys ordered and skips on away. Huh, nice, more free stuff. Fucking love it. Okay. Oh, wait, no. Uh, I forgot. Arm, Arm thanks, Arm Wait a minute. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you me for this one. Don't forget it. So I think what we do, we go buy some scuba stuff. We put it on Reginald. We throw him in the water. And we let him go in there no, and swim. No, no, no. see if you no, can find the monster. No, no. He's the most likely to go undetected. Absolutely not. Wait, what's wrong, Reginald? Are you scared? Of, are you, like, scared of swimming? Can you not swim? I'm not scared of anything menace so why you're you saying no look we'll get you little we'll get you little flippers it'll be cool you can just kind of uh, you know you can't you can't go to the water after you ate you gotta wait 45 days you know it's just it's <laughs> out of time you gotta wait you don't wanna get a cramp down there you know so anyways <laughs> we don't need to we i mean okay let's let's fill out let's do one thing at a time Let's make sure that we get into this thing, but let's keep that, this information, you know, yeah. handy. So if we hear more people maybe no discussing idea. it, maybe we'll, uh, we'll talk to them. See what we can, uh, hear about this. Cause right now, what's the point of going and finding this monster if we're not going to get paid? And uh, plus we got all the, these raspberries on us that, uh... When the hell do we get raspberries? And Reginald starts to go around your belongings to look for berries. I throw him his, his second thing of chicken. Here you go, bud. Here you go. You just, you just eat that. It just eats one well, strip. I don't know about you, but the whole reason I left mm. my home was to slay big-ass monsters, and now I hear about a big-ass monster, and you know, that piques my interest. And mine was to slay a specific big-ass monster, and I need to train for that encounter. So Exactly. I I'm a exactly. little tempted, not gonna lie. So, so here's an idea. 
we sign up for that tour mm -hmm. today and then tonight kind of go around that area and see what's happening I'll, I'll i'll go ask that guy you know where he saw it i mean you're just gonna go you're gonna go tell a guy you overheard his conversation and want to know more about it i'll walk by make it natural bumping whoops oh what were you saying oh a monster in the lake see that's pretty normal right that's it, Drell. You gotta go. You gotta go instead. I mean, it's the menace, he already, menace does not he, act he, natural. He's talked about it, and you're gonna go walk up, bump into him, and act like he just said it. I could sound natural. Listen to me, <clears throat> Armos. You are. Uh, uh, I. Uh, you know what? I trust Menace. We can definitely let him try to do this. Yes. Awesome. Awesome. Cool. So, do we want to do that first? Or do we want to go sign up for the the tour first? Well, we're you guys here. go sign up. I'll I'll go find out that info. Look, right. I'll go sign up. You guys, you go watch Menace. I don't. Just I'll, I'll feel better, and I walk off. Yeah, take notes, Drell, as uh, I'm uh, acting natural. I come back and I grab my chicken and I'm and I slink away right. to go sign us up. So I guess me and Menace are gonna go ask this guy about the monster. So. Minnis and Drell uh, go over to the drunken patron that you overheard the story from while Armos goes to buy uh, some tickets for the tour tomorrow. So Armos, when you go over to the booth, which is not too far from you, you see people like coming and going. It looks like an information booth. Uh, and you see mm. a dwarven man in there writing out stuff, looks a bit chipper. And he goes, ah, howdy doody, how can I help you? Big old red one. Uh, we're, I'm looking for the spot to sign up to get a tour of your establishment. Look, no further. You can get your tickets right here. And he points at the desk. Perfect. This is the cave as well. Big ah, yes. caves. Whole tour. You get the whole tour of the minions. Awesome. Great. I need three of these, please. Three tickets, absolutely. And he starts to tear and uh, he he goes to hand you tickets, but he goes, 45 gold pieces, please. Oh my goodness. Okay. Somewhere off in the it distance, drill fist bumps, just <laughs> knowing that he didn't have to pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> Writing that down on, on Drell's tab. <laughs> Anyways, hey, uh, just a quick question. Yeah? Have you, we overheard that there might, we're new to this city and we're just, you know, just been sitting here eating and we overheard that there's some strange things going on in the steps strange things in the steps the foot bath over there is it, have you heard anything about that it's kind of weird in the foot bath? being yeah no nothing is weird going on there what are you talking about who put nonsense in your head you know we just overheard something we were just curious oh what'd you hear some big uh big monster in the lake i'm sure you did it's just fibs and fairy tales you know toys stores tell tales and, you know people think that mm. they come in they want to see big scary monster when you know drinking in the night sometimes yeah. people just fall over and say there's a giant monster so you have heard of it. Okay, cool. So where exactly do, do they see these sightings or the tale anyways? Humor me real quick. Well, where these people fall over into the water and totally not to get dragged away by the lake beasts or whatever you call it is, uh, well, they are staying at the Lucas Reservoir. Uh, okay. Okay. Mm, interesting. Awesome. And it's always, uh, middle of the day, right? No, I'm... 
at no time because it's not real. It's false. Oh, it's fibs okay, and fairy okay. tales. I'm quizzing this guy as I as I try to try to get as much information <laughs> out of him as I can. Okay, just curious. And and that was at the which what was the place again? Lucas Reservoir. All right, and that's on the uh, what north side of town. Ah, uh, yes, just go over the bridge with which you came here, past the clock tower, over another bridge, and it will take you right there. Giant water city. You cannot miss it. Awesome. Cool. Thanks for telling me about that. Appreciate you. No problem. Hey, excuse me, sir. Could, do you have time to fill out a uh, three-question uh, survey about my performance? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, and, I, and I start to take the sheet, and as I'm about to fill it out, I look at him, and I'm like, so, what time does the giant show up as I'm filling this out. Uh, uh, give me a... I mean, I just uh, want to hear the stories. Just give me... Uh, real quick, give me a persuasion check as, like, when he when he goes to answer, he notices, like, it's... to see if it's impacting your writing. Give me a... <laughs> give me, like, a persuasion check or an intimidation check, whatever you prefer. Oh. 21. <laughs> he yeah, sees that like whenever he goes, no time, you're like going into the strongly disagree column. And he goes, Ooh. ah, nighttime, nighttime. Ah, yes, big tentacles come out in the middle of the night, snatching people up. <laughs> oh, God, more tentacles. <laughs> Fuck, this, <laughs> not there. <laughs> no, right. Oh, tentacles, you say? Weird. We we didn't hear that before. Okay. And I'm not allowed to say this, but this affected me at the commission. What's that? This, this, <laughs> what do you say? This, this survey. This affect Viet commission. Oh, okay, okay. His name's Viet. It has like a name. He has like a gold name tag on. Oh, gotcha. So this what this question says. How well was I satisfied with the service? So, uh, what uh, what else could you tell me about this? He eats Taurus. He eats them right up. Yep, yep, yep. People uh, get snatched up by giant. Oh, good. Okay, that's a five star. Awesome. I thank you. And he takes a and survey and he <laughs> goes to the next person. I still had two more questions. Oh my god, there were more people online. Oh, immaculate, incredible. Quick shift to Minnesotaerell. So the two of you are walking over to the guy that was telling the story. Uh, here, Menace, first we gotta blend in with these people. Okay. If yes, they plan on if they plan on telling us anything, we gotta make oh. sure we look like them, we act like them, we talk like them. Okay. Act okay. Yes, so, I'm a college guy. Yeah, how what do they look like? Like what are they wearing? They look like they're <laughs> so they're all wearing like they're wearing common people clothes. They're they're not like dressed up or anything. They're not wearing suits. You see like the older people are like dressed like they're on vacation like hawaiian shirts uh but these guys are wearing like longish shorts with like a white shirt with like a vest over it um like your normal young townsfolk i don't know if this is i don't know if what we're wearing is gonna pass but it's probably just gonna have to do but i i also actually unbutton like the top two buttons of my shirt pop out a little chest hair I just do exactly what Drell does. <laughs> uh, real quick, roll me a persuasion check. Both of us? Yeah. The 13. Got <laughs> <And> that 20? <laughs> yeah. God, fuck it. So you go over about. to these guys that are just like <laughs> drunken and loud and telling stories. It's like, no, man, I'm telling you. And as you go over, you bump into them. And he turns around and goes, whoa, dude, what's your problem, man? What's the, oh, we got big adventures over here. And he noticed your popped collars and your shirt on button. Like, oh, 
You guys are chill. <laughs> yeah, what up, bros? What's up, bro? When he dabs ah, you up. What's up, bro? Really Josh aggressive. Oh. Yeah, what's sick. up? Look at him. Look at my dude. Yeah, Look at man. my guy. Oh, my God. Woo. Uh, yeah, big I'm guy. tall. Fuck, huh? Oh, <laughs> go wear an armor. And he looks at Minus and he, like, pets your head as he spills some of his beer as he looks down at you. Uh, hi. I'm Minus. Pebble Walker of the Ivory Boulders. What's up, bro? Nice to meet you. Sirs, lads. How is your night going? Oh, so good. He looks at his beer is empty and he goes over to take a swig from Drell's mini mugs. Oh, what the fuck, dude? Back up. <laughs> and I fucking shove him. <laughs> Pretty gnarly of you, dude. You don't just do that shit, bro. Uh, give me a strength check. Uh, fuck. I don't know if this is going to be good or bad. It's only a 10. You shove him back and he hits somebody behind him. He goes, bro, watch where you're going, dude. He's like, bro, this guy just fucking pushed me, dude. Kind of tempted to start a huge bar fight. It was a but party I'm... foul. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you don't just take someone's ale. Yeah, it's a it's a fucking party foul, bro. At least ask, man. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> we'll, we'll let it pass this time. Uh, were you just... Uh... Were you just talking about some, uh, uh, we were getting ale and just overheard something about a, a monster. That sounds like a pretty fun tale. Is that just a horror story you were telling? Like a campfire story? I like stories. Bro, dude, nobody believes me. Last year I came here and I was drinking, having a good time over at the reservoir and, you know, chatted up with this solid eight, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like she was adequate like tabula adequate like an aqueduct adequate like an aqueduct she was a bro you know, i put hands over the collars but she was a bro you know what i'm saying Real. okay you know what i'm saying dude and then roll, boom this i want to I wanna roll an insight check to see if he was actually talking to an eight roll an insight check <laughs> fuck that's only a four damn it dude i'm rolling such shit today <laughs> You believe that he was talking? <laughs> An eight, I guess. <laughs> An eight, dude. That's fucking awesome. And then it was giant arm oh, just came out. He snatched the tourists and he brought him in, and nobody believed me. But I was like, Lake Monster, Lake Monster. And then these guards came in. And he totally threw me out, man. Damn, Plus, dude. Crazy. Where did you? Uh, what time and where did you see this? And Menace's journal is now out, and he's looking like. A little too intently. Over at the reservoir, bruh. What what time of night though? The uh, moon was high in the sky. I was partying. I don't have my watch. I don't have my, what did I don't the, have what my did wrist the... sundial on me. I don't know yeah, what time right. it is. Dude. Fucking nerd. And I kinda throw my thumb at menace. Yeah, but like nerd. what kind of <laughs> what kind of arms did it look like? Long arms. It had claws at the end of it. Claws, okay. Like a giant hand. Wait. I think. So like was a it a drum? hand or was it a claw? You know, just like. I mean, potato, tomato. I mean, you know? but if you want people to believe your story, it's got to be pretty it accurate. Happy. You know what I'm like, like, like it just splash out of the water. It was huge. Well, I think we got a lot of cool information here today. Yeah, what a uh, gnarly story, bro. Some silver. Buy yourself an ale. I I'm going to catch I, it. <laughs> I, yeah. Oh, uh, thanks, Menace. All right, man. Yeah, see you later. You. And we go to walk away. And now I'm standing awkwardly as Drell walked away. Uh, uh, damn it. Here's silver for you. I was meant for... Have a good night. Uh, 
and walk away. Uh, I'll add this to my dad's trust fund, bro, and takes a silver yeah, coin. Man, what the fuck? We don't have to pay everybody that gives us information. Fuck that guy. He tried to it drink my. So fuck. Nice. He tried to drink my beer, bro. Fuck. I don't know. See, now I don't know why I'm still talking like this. Oh shit! I forgot. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. Oh. All right. Well, let's go share this information with Armos. I'm. I think we got a lot of good information that he definitely doesn't have. Okay. <laughs> we meet back up <laughs> at the table. Armos, you won't believe what we found out. But first, did you sign this up? Uh, yeah. And uh, we're all good. You guys owe me some money. I'm just going to let you know right now. Yeah, I got you next paycheck. Okay. All right. So what did you guys find out? Oh, yeah. So I think uh, he said the lake monster was over by the reservoir. Okay. And? And it was late at night when the moon was high. All right. Way to go. That's all I got. He was cool. a bit drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of figured as much, so I took it upon myself to uh, do a little interrogating. Oh? A little persuading, if you will. Wait, you, you beat somebody up? <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. In an Armos kind of way. Oh, so you caught him on fire. Okay. Okay, sick. You drew him a, a, a self-portrait of him and then a portrait of him and gave it to him as a gift and he was so excited that he uh, gave you information? Yeah, that's about that. Well, yeah. we're trying to like figure out what the arm most because we know the menace way, you know, drawing photos, <laughs> the drill ways, beating people up. Like, what is what is the arm most way? Oh, you know. It, you know what? You just had to be there. You just had like, to be there. In exact detail, exact detail, How? what is the Armos way? Uh, You know, just using their own dumb brain against them, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, so what ends up happening oh. is uh, at midnight, it seems like things are happening and we should investigate it. And uh, don't midnight. worry about all the rest of the details. We'll get, well, you know what? I'll tell you on the way. Oh, he gave you a, a like legit location? We just got reservoir at night. You know, that's why you, That's why I'm in charge, okay? Don't worry oh, about it. We should have just gone with I you mean, the whole time. Come on, kids. Let's go. I got your tickets. Don't worry. <laughs> the reservoir at night is actually pretty detailed. Uh, well, I'm just saying his is a little more detailed. I don't know. It's, oh, also, it's tentacles. I don't know. if you, did, you guys, did you guys hear that? We got claws. Ooh. Yeah, we got claws. Mm. You know, okay. Wonder well, who's true. Well, you know what? We'll find out. And I take my stick and I shake it. Better be tentacles. All right, I'm going to get some mead to go. Oh, yeah, obviously me too. And we could go drink by the docks. That sounds like a great night. So you could definitely pick up some um, some stuff here. Uh, for like a barrel of any of that, it'll be uh, 10 silver per barrel. So we obviously pick up two barrels and a bunch of souvenir cups and head to the reservoir. <laughs> so when you guys came here, like you guys spent a lot of time just like walking around. There are caravans that are moving people from all these different locations. So would you guys like to take a cart over uh, with some other people, like a trolley, to go over to Lurkes Reservoir, which is a town on the water? Okay, so yeah, we'll just take a caravan. Yeah, and, is uh, there a place to like park my cart or something? Yeah, so there is there is a tavern you can stay at at Lurkes. So Lurkes is like a guest spot. Yeah, the place we're going is one of the two places we can spend the night at. So that's what I figured we could just take it. We load his cart there and then like drop it off. Yep. Yeah. So the three of you are on a cart. It costs you a silver each to gain a board, to get a board. I look um, at Armos. <laughs> Pay the guy. 
What is going on here? Sorry, my children are with me. I got this. Hang on. Just <laughs> for the shit. I'm gonna regret this. Somebody give me a raw luck check. Just, to, just roll me a d20. I got it. Oh, let I me do it. it. Let me do I'm it. Been, I haven't even. I'm due for. All right, you do it. You do it. I feel like Jared. Should I was about to say you got a 20. You got a 20. Yeah. We need Jared to get one. Oh. <laughs> it was a five. Five. Okay. So you see that there's a dwarf on, on the carriage, and he takes your silver pieces, and you guys just get on. Uh, as you're on the carriage, there are some other people, and sitting across from you, it's like you're sitting across from people, like you're sitting on hay bales. And it looks really nice. As it's being pushed, uh, being pulled by two big mules, as it starts to make its way across, and it's this older couple, like a two dwarves and they're middle-aged look like they're on vacation they have like hawaiian button downs and they're talking amongst each other and you hear the couple talking and it's you hear the, the wife say like oh, it's just so sad we weren't able to see oakley this time and the husband goes oh yes oh i i missed that i missed that big old bear he was so nice it's a shame shame what happened shakes his head we overheard this yeah he did like right across me hey who's oakley wait where's oakley at what is this bear it's pretty personal it sounds like you know what? <laughs> the couple looks at you and he goes oh you haven't you haven't heard oakley just just last night passed away so sad wait who i mean his first question was who is oakley but who is oakley yeah <laughs> oakley the it's like the mascot it's lelouch's it's lelouch's mascot Oakley is a, a big old lovable owlbear, a royal god. He used to patrol and give everyone just used to go up and pet him. And he was just so cute. He was adorable and he was so nice and he protected all of us. How did Oakley die? Oh, how does any giant misunderstood beast die? He got really sick. I mean, yeah, I could have thought of any, a lot of ways, but yeah, okay, sickness. Yeah, it's a shame. It's a shame. And... The husband Weird. consoles the wife. He goes, I just wish I could pet him just one more time. My kids used to love riding him. Well, if we could pay respects to him, you know, where would we do that? You know, go see, pay pay homage. Oh, they're burying that big love up on Chapel Hill. Is that like today? Oh, I mean, he's already buried there, but... Shalk uh... <laughs> thinks to himself if he has a shovel. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? <So. laughs> well, dude, I mean, okay, it, 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 what, it got sick, okay? It could have been in the wrong place, wrong time. Someone used blood magic to fucking kill it, and it looks like it got sick. Like, what if we wanted to investigate it and figure it out? I got two people that could do fucking magic shit to it, okay? Don't make me fucking look like the bad guy here. <laughs> oh, what the fuck? So, what? It makes sense, okay? So, the people listening will understand what the fuck I was thinking of, okay? You guys will judge me, but they will not. I'm sure of it. <laughs> so. <laughs> so, what is, what is the significance of this bear? It was just a mascot, and you guys were well, no, sad he, you didn't get to see it, it? No, he said it got protected, or it protected so, the area. From the conversation, like, Oakley was a well-known and lo loved... Um, beast that used to roam around the farm and like people came to see him because it was like a very nice bugbear it's like like seeing a like a lion at a circus you know or like a big animal like a gentle giant 
He would just love Oakley. <laughs> That's so sad. Poor Oakley! And Minus cries the whole rest of the way. <laughs> Oakley! Oakley! My kids are still crying. I'm so sorry for you! Is there like a second owlbear <laughs> might have wanted its position? Oh, not that we know of. How? Wait, how long ago did he pass? Yesterday. Literally yesterday. Yeah, literally yesterday. And mm. Drell opens his bag with his shovel in it and shows it to Armos. Looks <laughs> at him. I nod to him. I'm like, yeah, this is my kind of guy right here. <laughs> Minus is just crying, not paying attention. <laughs> Where, where'd you say he was buried? Up on old Chapel Hill. Chapel Hill, yep. I already got it noted. Wait, where's Chapel Hill, though? So as you're, like, on this road, you do see a sign for old Chapel Hill and past uh, Lurkes Reservoir. You do see on, like, a ridge a pretty big church. And then beyond the church, on a larger hill in the distance, there's a giant statue. Uh -huh. And this all overlooks the water. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Okay, okay. Good to know. Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But... Yeah, what were your guys' names again? I'm sorry, I forgot. I hate to be rude. <laughs> the the husband chimes in and he goes, uh, Oh, my name is Osik, and this is my lovely, lovely wife, Valida. Valida and Osik. Are you guys just passing through, or where were you guys coming from? Oh, we're vacationing over at the reservoir. Where, like, where are y'all from then? I came from the town of Gilo. Oh, Gilo, yeah. Yeah, you know my boy Duncan? Oh, yeah, it's Duncan running Goblin Tavern. I love him. Yeah, yeah, the guy's rad. Yeah, he's pretty. Ride. Drell's still talking like the college guys because he's, <laughs> he's like, you, he's like, fuck. Uh, sorry, how long have you guys, like, when did you guys leave uh, Gilo? About a week ago. Uh, and just uh, just quick question Who was the leader of the uh, Red Guard when you guys left? Leader of the Red Guard? Like, the mm -hmm. captain of the town? Of the. Mm -hmm. Oh, Adorab. Okay, so, so he was like still there. I mean, he goes out on expeditions every so often. Okay. Okay, cool. Good to know. All right. A few moments pass, and you finally make it to your destination. As the three of you go to Lurkes, um, a small city resides on the edge of a mountain. Large and beautiful crafted city with well-polished stone. The city stretches from its cliffside into the giant's footpath. Perfect for a night on the road. Um, the three of you are now at this city on the water. So when you get to the city, you climb the stone staircase that is essentially a giant platform that overlooks the water. And the other end of this giant platform has all these different buildings. You see that staircases go up and down. Like the city isn't like on even terrain. It looks like a giant uh, platform and houses and different types of buildings are built upon it. And it's on the other edge of this giant stone structure are like pillars that go deep into the water and below um, the stone structure where it goes into the water are a lot of ships. You see this beautiful view of the giant's footbath, which is this giant lake. And along the, the beds of the lake, at the, at the base of the lake are all these windmills turning water. You see fisher boats, fishermen boats out there doing their job. You see these beautiful, uh, waterfalls coming down from the giant steps that overlook this vast, this very large lake. 
You see fish jumping out of the water, birds chirping. Very beautiful place. It looks all, a lot of the residents there are younger, people having a good time. Um, you don't see like any business stuff going on other than people like enjoying what people in the city do. It looks like everything that happens is like happening down below you at the docks. Um, as you walk around the city, you also see signs for a tavern. And there's a tavern that points towards the town square. Uh, and the tavern's name is the Giant's Rest. Okay. Uh, so, Menace, you, got, you guys want to go check in your cart? Yeah, yeah, I'll go check in my cart real quick. And then, uh, what are we just kind of drinking by the docks the rest of the night? Making merry? Yeah, I figured you could, like, check in your cart. I'll, you know, take the barrels of ale. You know, go get us a spot by the water. And then, uh, Armos can go get us a room. Love it. Whoa, yeah, whoa, 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 whoa. First off. <laughs> what? Well, we each got a, a, a like, I'm a plan. I'm gonna get... I'm going to the... I got the... The kegs. I mean, you gotta get us a room, Armos. Armos. get the room. In what world are you carrying these kegs by yeah, yourself? Seriously. Look at this guy. <laughs> There's two of them. You can't carry both. I have to do it. You have to get You're the right. room. Me and Menace will check the cart and carry the kegs. And get the room. And you got the room. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Armos. And I start to walk towards the water. This seems very inefficient. <laughs> yeah, seriously. A lot of back and forth. Now now we got us doing two things and Drell just doing one thing. We each I... play our own role. Menace, can I see your journal real quick? And I write down, remember to Eldrick Blast Drell. Got it. <laughs> I take Wait. a little note. Wait, why did you write that? Is this a joke? <laughs> no, 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 no. No, that's definitely going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Dr Drell and Drell's gone already. No, no, I gotta warn him. <laughs> well, it's no time for that. I'm gonna go check in my cart. I guess you're coming with me, huh? Yep. And we check in the cart. <laughs> you guys go to the tavern, and there are stables there, and these stables are actually filled with more uh, recognizable animals. Like there are horses there. There are even recognizable some ox. horses. Is that what Recogni you're saying? <laughs> yeah, there are horses. There are <laughs> bulls, oxes. Um, it looks like animals that can pull heavy. Um, like big old Clydesdales and things like that. And while you're there, you walk into the tavern and you go to check your car, uh, check in your car and buy a room. And the tavern owner there is actually a dragonborn. The dragonborn turns around and she has this beautiful sapphire scale to her. And she looks at you and goes, oh, well, I haven't seen a minotaur in a while. This is a such a pleasant surprise. Well, have you seen anybody like either of us? And I point to Armos. A tiefling and a minotaur walk into a bar. How peculiar. Ha! Yeah, that's like the start of a funny innit. <laughs> <laughs> it's very funny innit. Well, how can I help you gentlemen today? Uh, well, we need a room. Uh, we, there's three of us. One of us in, isn't here right now, but we need a room. And to check in this cart. Well, we could check in the cart. The gold cart uh, check-ins come with the room gratis. Uh, would you like a room on the second floor, third floor, or fourth floor? Uh, is there one that's like, looks over the water? Uh, yes, a corner room. I can absolutely do a corner room. Oh, let's do that one. That'd be great. Is it big enough? Is it like a suite that we could share? Oh, would you like a suite? Absolutely. I'd be happy to set you up with a suite. Overlooking the water, of course, up on the fourth floor. 
All right, cool. Armos, you take care of this. I'm going to go put the cart where he's supposed to She turns to you. She writes down your order. And she goes, of course, the, the mini bar will cost extra up there. But the soap is free with a hot bath out back. We also have a tiny hot bath in the room as well for you and your, and your friends. And she goes, that would be 749 gold pieces, please. Menace, get back here! <laughs> <laughs> what? Wait, wait, what's going on? I didn't get far. <laughs> uh, I looked down and he's still there. Ah, okay. Uh, it's 700 gold. Uh, 749 gold. For, for like a night? Yes. Huh. You want a suite on the highest floor overlooking the most beautiful water basin in all of Lelouch's farm. What's the cheapest one? <laughs> no, we need that one. We need that one. Ah, uh, uh Yes. Uh-huh. So how, uh, uh, Armos, how much money do you have? I, I pull him aside. Did you spend all your money on potions? I spent a lot of it. <laughs> I definitely spent a lot of it on potions. So, so I got this. All right. All right. Cool. 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 Three, 375 each. And it's a little extra for a little tip. She, as she's like, she's leaning on the countertop, like with just one arm, and she's like, I side eyeing you, Armos. And so she side eyes Minus. And as Minus puts his gold in and like pushes it towards her, she just like lingers and like looks at Minus just a little bit longer and like eyes him up and down. And she goes, You're a cute one. And then takes the gold and then hands you a room key. Armos sits there very still. <laughs> <laughs> as not to ruin a moment. <laughs> uh, I appreciate it. My mom says it all the time. Where's the room? You got a key or something? Yeah, so she actually takes, as she hands you the key, she takes your hand and she draws like a little play map on your palm. She goes, what's she going to do? You're going to go up the stairs and you're going to keep uh -huh. going up and up. And it's simultaneously like writing it in my journal as she does that. <laughs> and she's like dragging her finger like across your forearm. It's like, and then you want to make a left? And then another left. Be right at the corner there. What? I have a journal. Why don't you just do it on my journal? She uh, she goes, of course. So she takes the notebook. She writes down something and then closes it. And slides <laughs> it back. Oh, thank you. And then she walks away. Oh, what a nice lady, Armos. Ah, she seemed very nice. <laughs> yeah. With, oh, God. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where to begin with this one. Okay, we're gonna. We'll, you know what? We need drill for this conversation. With bird, birds and bees. Birds and bees. No wait. We go. We go up to the room. Get our stuff situated. The cart, right? And then Armos and I, after like checking out the room, jumping on the bed, look out the window and see Drell chilling on the docks, and like shout he's out a Goliath. Yeah. And he's right. easy to find. Well, you guys don't. What when you guys look down and see him, you actually see him. He somehow found a pair of sunglasses, and he's drinking <laughs> half of the barrel already, and he's just partying by himself. Because he knows he didn't have to pay for the room, even though he doesn't know how much it is yet. <laughs> is he just like finger gunning at people as they walk by? <laughs> yeah, he's like pouring drinks for people out of his barrel. Like, hey guys. <laughs> so Jarell is having the time of his life and he's drinking for free, weekend and Bernie's and all. Like he is having a great time. And you notice that um all the, a lot of time has passed that you're traveling a lot. Like this area is very large, so it does take a good amount of time to get from point A to point B and you guys have been sightseeing. So the sun has been setting. 
um and it is dusk and the sun looks beautiful um to to the west as it uh like it makes the lake shine minus minus and armos you're looking down in your beautiful suite it looks it looks like your dream bedroom times two it is massive it's beautiful there are plenty times of beds two. each of you Whoa. times two <laughs> <laughs> and as you guys are getting situated you park your car you're getting all your stuff together and you guys are drinking in your room and you notice drill just having a grand old time real quick drill just roll me a d20 there's a 14 that's your initiative pretty good it's pretty good drill real quick just make me a contested strength check shit someone's gonna try what? to take my beer <laughs> uh, oh fuck! He's having a little bit too much fun. I only got a twelve. Got to by the book. What do you mean by the book? Don't say that, Drell. You are drinking your ale and you are chilling by the lakeside on this stone platform with your new sunglasses that you cop with your feet up, and you see some goliath bodacious babes walk by and you give them one of these as you look over and you tilt the sunglasses down as you clink your two loggers together and you look back over and there is a giant tentacle that lashes out from the water and slams onto the stone dock that you are resting on and sweeps you up and grapples you and begins to flail you over the lake and that is where we're gonna end the session <laughs> We should have gone to the docks, Armos. I should, I should have paid for the room. <laughs> this is karma. This episode is called karma. <laughs> uh, That's incredible. Of every, of get, any of us. You get what you pay for. <laughs> I'm just letting you know that I actually rolled a contested strength check, and this thing has a plus seven to strength. So do I. Rolled, I just rolled like shit. I've been rolling like shit it all rolled episode. a thirteen. Oh my god. Yeah, I rolled five. <laughs> <And> it... <laughs> oh god. Oh man, I, I... It's wonderful. <laughs> I... This is one of my favorite episodes ever. <laughs> this is an amazing episode. Um <laughs> not oh. at all what I prepped. Just letting you know. <laughs> this there you is... go. Oh man, this is oh, uh... you didn't expect us to uh haggle a uh the the ticket I, guy or talk to a goat I, I, I just don't know what bro I, I'm like I'm not gonna fudge this roll I can't it, the goat rolled a nat 20 on an intelligence <laughs> check yeah baby and I'm like alright this goat has lived here its entire life like it has to know something on a nat fucking 20 on D&D one's rules say that a 20 is an automatic crit. <laughs> for those of you that may not remember, I got made fun of at the beginning of this campaign for taking speak with animals. And to my knowledge, it's been the most useful spell in the campaign. <laughs> Besides maybe great. fireball. The only <laughs> thing that could have made this episode even better is if we rode around this place on bikes. <laughs> I will I'm die on right. bike. So right. <laughs> Minus riding in the front basket of Joel's bike is just something we'll never have. I thought we were about to be riding in a tandem bike this episode. <laughs> right. uh, one of the trio bikes and have yeah. Minus too short for the pedals. He's oh, in the like, yes. basket in the front. Holy yes. shit. Uh, oh my god. Uh, anyways, thanks for, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> thanks for hanging out. Well, Drell's in a very sticky situation. 
Um, <laughs> I'll be fine. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, it's you'll fine. be fine. All right. Yeah. God, can you just imagine the visual though? The visual is me and Menace staring out the window and seeing Drell hey, just Drell. getting flailed around. <laughs> oh my God, I can picture every every point of it. God, and you hear him yell, "Guys, it was definitely tentacles." <laughs> <laughs> Again, so many tentacles in this campaign. Tony, what's going on, buddy? There's a reason. <laughs> yeah. There's no reason. But there's no reason. The reason. It's called a fetish. <laughs> uh, I'm just uh, saying, DD doesn't have a large catalog for underwater sea monsters. Now it's time to thank our Patreon supporters. If you would like to become a Patreon supporter, go ahead and go to patreon.com backslash DD404. Link is down below. Starting with our Sigic College alumni, Ulrich Shieldas has just reopened his forge in the city of Dilmore as it rebuilds. Ulrich has also dabbled into construction and is working hard alongside with Treyish Buge to rebuild the Knots. The Knots is no longer considered a shady part of town, but rather a nice community with an open kitchen concept. Now, rather than fearing the Knots, perhaps you could take a loved one and tie the knot. <laughs> Next, we have Artemis. Artemis has just become the new head RA for the Alchemist Dormitory up in the Sigic College. Artemis has now had 54 days clean with no accidents, despite the Alchemist students' wild parties and crazy experiments. It's also possible that students are afraid to report anything to Artemis because of his extensive history of breaking kneecaps. Next, we have Alara Dawnstar. Alara Dawnstar's location is currently unknown. But legends say she's guarding a blood shard. However, this blood shard she's guarding is different from the ones we've experienced on our journey. This blood shard has a different color, a bluish shine to it. Only one other shard of its kind has been discovered. Legends say that shard is guarded by a friendly snake. Marcus Rico is our last Sitcha College alumni. Marcus Rico is a peculiar one. Do not be fooled by his heroic name as dark secrets lie beyond his cunning veil of lies. Marcus is told to be scheming in the lands of Umbrea and plotting his own course of destruction. South Trillis may have to worry about something else than ancient evil gods. We're gonna move on to Umbrea's heroes. First up is Alex Tread. Alex is still currently the top bounty hunter in the Kambuki Isles. The bards sing of his victories and say he's on a hot new lead of a Hydra. Next we have Man with Glass, and Man with Glass has been captured and taken into custody and is awaiting trial. Man with Glass says he's innocent, but needs a good lawyer if anyone knows one. Last up we have Pascal Elliot, aka Chocolate Arts, wild magic artist of Humbrea. She has been spotted in the city of Dilmore, currently working on a mural in the city to honor those who have fallen. That's all for this week's shoutouts, we'll catch you on the next episode of D&D 404.